Hello and welcome to the Scalon Podcast. We are back yet again. Do we ever go away? Can't get rid of us. We can't no. be we, we, we can't be beaten. We will not die. We can't be contained. Uh yeah. Uh we will die actually eventually, but that's not for this podcast. That's not until that's when we're launching my later podcast, which is when we're gonna die, which uh, is gonna be great. I'm not on that one. I refuse. <laughs> yes, and probably a good idea, Ron. Although you've got years left, allegedly. Um anyway, this week we obviously have the, the icy hand of death, aka Ronan. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and uh, the less icy hand of death. How am I the less icy hand of death? Because, because I don't know. I feel like Ronan's a happier person than I am. That's probably fair. Anyway, I'm Grace. Uh, you are Grace by nature the and by name. The reason you all tune in. Yeah. <laughs> we get a sack loads of mail asterisk. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're all here. Robin. Hello. Uh, yes. No snacks this week either. Yeah, we're actually I'm very so cross at Ronan. It's actually very disappointed. He he gives us a false sense of luxury. It's a cake and, uh, sitting at home. What a world. I know. I know. I like cake. Anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. I guess. Uh, so we'll start off as usual with our what we watched this week. We'll move on to our movie news. We'll go into our top ten because we all love the top ten. Uh-huh. And then there'll be some new releases. But we will kick off with what we watched this week. Ronan, who are what do you got, etc. etc. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I have got through loads of stuff on movie this week. Um Lubitsch, To Be or Not To Be, which Ooh. I've never seen before. I don't think I've seen. Uh, which is all about a uh, theatre troupe that is mounting a production of Hamlet and then gets involved in some kind of cross-the-border Nazi operations. It's really funny. Really good screwball comedy. Made in 1942 and has some jokes where my housemate wandered in at one point and was like, oh, when was this made? And when I told him it was 1942, he was like, what? When like Hitler was still going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's one of those satires that you kind of can't believe they made it at the time. Yeah. Um. Very effective. Very funny. I had a blast with this. Um. I need to dive deeper into this general era of comedy in Hollywood cinema. Like, I would recommend so the Criterion Channel. Mm, they get a lot of these. They have a lot of everything. Oh, great. Uh, and they do seasons, so you'll occasionally get. You kind of don't it. quite expect them to have as much studio stuff sometimes. You've eighteen films from Bette Davis added this week. Oh, give so, me. You know, uh, so you know that's that's just as a and you know just a by the by. She uh, is the best. Oh yeah, she's amazing, and I can't wait to dive into it. And oh, they just those oh, kind of things are. Uh, there was a season of hers done a couple of years ago that I reviewed a bunch for. So you have got to. Oh, I'll be I'll be diving. In. You Don't you worry about that. In there. Uh, what else do we have? The Francois Zahn season that uh, movie is running that we have mentioned a couple times that I have mentioned a couple times. You have. Uh, because you hate Tozon. I don't. I like him. I just think, you know, the <laughs> sun does skeptical. not shine out of his a-hole. It certainly That's doesn't. No, he's got a lot of problems. This one was Under This Hand, which um, is really interesting. It's him growing up a little bit from his earlier sort of... Uh, slightly down and dirty genre stuff. This is a really interesting story with Charlotte Rampling. Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen the picture on, on, towards on the, the very end of the twentieth century. Uh, she is an upper class Parisian socialite who goes on holidays in the south of France with her husband. One day he goes off for a swim while she stays on the beach to tan, and he never comes back. And it's all about her dealing with that fallout. She initially refuses to accept that he's gone. Uh, she kind of uh, tries to think maybe he's uh, left for another life. She she just won't accept in her own mind that he might be dead. Um, and it's all the fallout. She does a lot of acting with her face here, with her eyes. It's all about kind of staring into the middle distance and the way she reacts to people. It's a real showcase for her as an actress. And of course, Ozan would go on to uh, feature a lot of prominent French actresses in uh, Eight Women. Swim with all. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a kind of recurring uh, interest for him um, story about French women, especially, uh, which is good as a corrective to the the film I mentioned previously um, a couple of weeks ago, which was not at all good. It was dodgy on women. Okay. This is a hell of a lot better. It doesn't always hang together, and it I won't say too much about it, but it takes a sort of narrative turn that didn't entirely work for me but it allows for some interesting scenes um it's really just a showcase for charlotte rampling if you're interested in charlotte, Ram- charlotte uh, rampling do I, watch I, this. I, I could 
by Andrew Showcase. There's kind of a very interesting uh, link to 45 years that I was talking about. It's the same oh, idea yeah. about being haunted by the idea of a disappeared former partner. Because in that yes, film, she yes, is the yes. wife of a man who is told that the body of his former lover has been found. So it's this idea of, you know, what never was, what could have been. 45 years, tremendous. 45, years, abs- 45 years is much better than this. Yeah. But this is still quite good. Okay. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, what else? What else? Um, the best film of the week for me certainly was uh, the Netflix release, uh, Atlantics, um, by very much Diop, on my list, uh, which to see. won the Grand Prix at Cannes this year, wasn't it? Was I think so? Yeah. Yeah. Um, very high profile uh, feature debut for Diop, who is French Senegalese. This is set in Senegal, story of a woman who is engaged to a very rich man, but in love with a much poorer man who... So satanic. Uh, ...is shafted out of the payment for working on a kind of Dubai-style skyscraper. Uh, for you know, for three months, everybody working on the skyscraper hasn't been paid, so they all take off for Spain across the sea. Naturally, that doesn't end particularly well, and the film takes some really interesting turns and in how it represents very real-world dramatic issues about emigration, those left behind, the uh, kind of class dynamics, and the um, sort of international dynamics at work here between uh, richer and poorer countries. Uh, it is beautifully acted. There's an astonishing central performance this is i haven't seen the film it's adapted from it's a short film diop made uh which was actually following the man who left in the feature she's adapted to follow the woman who stayed which kind of really makes me want to watch the short to see the difference between the short was on movie a little while back and i noted it and missed it in that way that movie can it was on one of the movies so it'll probably rock up somewhere else i think it was only on the one Mm. uh Uh, this is beyond beautifully shot the lighting in this film is absolutely extraordinary there are certain amounts of it that take place in a a nightclub um, that everyone in the film goes to kind of hang out at night it's one of the few places where they get to really relax and unwind and just the kind of the the neon lighting through the nightclub is beautiful the way it illuminates faces and the changing emotions on those faces as realizations dawn Uh, it's absolutely gorgeous to look at and it has a marvelous soundtrack that uh, between the two of them cast a really, really great spell that got me through a lot of the narrative issues I had. It tips into a certain territory that didn't always work for me. You know, it's kind of operating in the space somewhere between social realism and magic realism. That That's a tricky line. Yeah, it doesn't always it's manage to straddle film. that effectively. But yeah, for a first-time film, it's remarkable. Uh, it's... Also, uh, one part that really impressed me about it is the constant presence of the sea. Uh, it's either in the back of the frame, visible through a window, or on the soundtrack, the crashing waves. The idea of the sea as sort of a, a great force of nature and a constant threat, given the amount of Senegalese migrants that have died in trying to get across. And the potential for escape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It represents kind of hope and fear all at once and that's beautifully communicated in the film I can't wait to see where Diop goes next because this is an extraordinary debut Deadly. I'm really looking forward to this it's been on my list uh, since it started the came Netflix last week uh, I'll be watching hopefully this weekend mm. I'll report back Do. I'm very excited I look forward to it excellent uh, I had a bunch of others but nothing else much worth nattering on about for now for now yes Grace where are you I only have one Excellent, Hibby. Um, which is Fast Color that I watched on Netflix ah, on yes. Sunday. This was a really beautiful movie. I loved it. Um, I'd heard a lot about it beforehand in terms of people talking it up as this kind of very unique, um, kind of grounded superhero movie, but one that's very much rooted in the stories of um, women, and particularly women of color. Yeah. And um, that really comes across in this, the sense of community and history, and that I don't want to say, because... There's part of me that wonders if maybe this strays a little bit into the, um, you know, the kind of magical Negro trope that people talk about a little bit. I think it but avoids it to some degree because of the it way it does, set, it grounds itself. Yeah, like from my perspective, it avoids it, but I'm not sure maybe others may have a different perspective on it. But what I liked about it was that it kind of took perhaps elements of that and then turned them into something that yeah. felt very natural. I'd agree. And it repurposes it, like, I yeah. think, the, uh, the concept. Exactly. And the way I think, because I suppose... 
I'm not sure if you call the characters in question witches per se, but they, they have, you know, some kind of supernatural abilities. But I like the way that it sort of roots that in this real sense of history and sisterhood and protectiveness and um, how they kind of talk about that as something that needs to be guarded and protected against an outside world that's so cold and unfeeling. But more than anything, I think I just love the storytelling in this. Like, it's not particularly exposition heavy it doesn't really explain a lot of what's going very on very visual storytelling it does capture a lot in visuals and yeah. also in the pacing because even like the opening 10 or 15 minutes are pretty fast paced and a lot of quite intense things happen in them and it really kind of just drops you right into the the um what you call it the, the challenges that the lead character is facing before it brings her back to sort of her home place um but yeah, I just I just really loved this. I thought it was so unique and different. And I'd seen some of the director's previous movies as well, but this is a real step up for her, I think, both in terms of um, the visual aesthetics that she's going for and then just the um, the amount of heart I think she puts into the story. Like, she's really kind it's of Julia Hart, actually, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's easy for the speaking of heart. Uh, Precisely. I, I liked um, it I as well. That's there, there are elements of this visible in her previous work, but I think everything just kind of comes together very neatly here, right up to uh, an ending that feels really sentimental, but like earned and sentimental well, in an earned way earned is the feeling, great best thing like, yeah. it, like it really is it's um yeah no it's really it's, it's quite a lovely little movie and i'm very surprised we didn't like it didn't get more attention because it's on netflix now but i do feel like it possibly had a theatrical release maybe very limited one in the states i think it did um, and i think it might have had a, a day and date release in yeah. terms of vod as well uh, i think it's quite well was quite well received in the states as well um it seems to be got quite a oh yeah absolutely i mean it's not a particularly oh, yeah. commercial story in a lot of ways mm-hmm. though it, it's quite niche yeah. So you can understand that, like, it's a it feels like almost like a building film, like that you know, it it'll build towards something else. Yeah. In a real way, that probably a proper budgets and all but the rest so, of it. Sometimes those are my favorite kind of stories. Oh, I agree. It feels like you've just dropped in on a chapter of a wider tale, and you only get to see this chapter. But this chapter is so kind of graceful and beautiful and, and vividly engaging. drawn. And like, even if you never hear the rest of the story or any of the further background or history of this world, and that's enough to kind of endear you to it. Yeah. Like it's, um, it's no, I agree. I, like and I, excellent performances too. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, I I thought it lagged a little slightly in the middle for me, but I really really liked the third act. I, mm-hmm. I really brought it home, and I knew exactly what I was doing. And some so great control great. of it. It's it's it. Yeah, there's it's so great. much promise. I really enjoyed it. And I think the thing, one of the things that I really liked about it as well was that even though there is kind of a bit of a stereotypical like, oh, bad people in the government want to find them and exploit them or whatever, they don't spend a great deal of time on that aspect of it. So much like as, a thousand other films yeah so much as contextualizing just the familial relationships and individual personalities and, and the generational stuff yeah, as well which i really like i think that's because so much of this sort of takes place on this like remote farmhouse um and even like the the way their powers work i think is so interesting and, and well which, thought out which can't really say much without no the no it's good i really like it it's it's a lovely movie and then we watched diana which, we did. Uh, I mean, to be brutally honest, I don't remember most of it. That's how much I tuned it out because it just was not interesting or good in any way. And and you had wine. <laughs> just wine. to point that out. That As we'd, we all. Plenty of wine. Uh, and I, I love Diana, even if it's possibly the worst film ever made. This was my third time watching Diana in a month, which I don't think has happened with a film <laughs> in the last decade. I think you're low-key obsessed. I am high-key obsessed twice. with Diana. Uh, I adore that film. It's, it's extraordinary. In all the wrong ways. It is. like It's, it's one terrible. of the best comedies ever made. Yeah. And one of the worst films ever made. And that's a remarkable dichotomy that I can't explain except I'm to say... hysterical at even the thought of it. Yeah. And there's no... like It's not deliberate because yeah. the director is not... He's not talented enough to make a good comedy. Oh, this is prestige Oscar. Drinks. Yes, it is. It is. And what makes and really it work... like attempts at Oscars by numbers. Mm-hmm. It's, it yeah. makes, as I think Ronan said last week, it makes Goddy look like the Godfather, which is a <laughs> remarkable poster uh, line that I would happily see on it. Um, and I would urge anyone who hasn't seen it to watch it because so at least have two beers or two glasses of wine before you even yes. start watching yes. it. Don't watch it sober because you'll turn it off in 10 minutes. Yeah. Give it a couple yeah. of beers, start watching it. Go with the flow and you'll be in tears of laughter. And as soon as the royal acupuncturist sends for the princess to her husband's bedside, yes. you're off. Una. 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 Una's husband. <laughs> Diana, it's Una. Do we ever find out anything further? She says it's husband? urgent. <laughs> it's Una's husband. Pretty hot stuff, eh? I it's got, terrible. It's and, absolutely terrible. And, and there's a point where Diana fakes a scouse accent. <laughs> 
where she pretends to be somebody called Rita. It's Rita. It's Rita. Uh, can I speak Rita to the doctor? Johnson. <laughs> it's one of the worst things I've read, but it's also you'll be in tears. You'll be in. It's just utter. bonkers. It isn't fair to it any more farcical or terrible than what I imagine an actual royal delight is like. I would agree. That's true. That is so true. Maybe it's just super meta. And it's genius satire. Really I I like Naomi Watts. She's given some great performance, mm-hmm. but she I'm concerned her agent doesn't like her. She, in the last two God like fifteen years, bad. she I don't think anybody has as bad a track record yeah. as dog shit films as she has. <laughs> it's remarkable <laughs> how much bad stuff she's in. Yeah. So much well, of it, like someone who's actually talented. She is. She's really good. Crap crap well, she knocks yeah. up. She rocks up in like uh, Milan Driver. She's amazing. She's a, turns up in Twin Peaks: The Return as well with David Lynch again. Yep. And like delivers great stuff as she always does. And then you watch some of the nonsense she's saying. Amy Adams has endured some tripe. She true. has. She has. But not Maybe to not Diana to level. level. Uh, yeah. Diana, like, there's a point there down the film, and you you can see that now. What knows that this is utter nonsense, and tries to get through it. I imagine tries to get the get ahead of schedule when the shooting said we're just gonna spend days on it but it's bad but it's so so she good she looks desperately uncomfortable in her terrible wigs it's rita <laughs> rita johnson <laughs> has not it's me poor has not it's bad film it's, of the decade <laughs> film of the, the decade, film of the decade. Film of the decade. <laughs> did you you did you enjoy it as much as we do no no you laughed quite a bit grace i just I, to put that for the record did, like i well i mean I feel like I can't even say that because I yeah. sort of watched the first 20 minutes, stopped paying attention, mm-hmm. and then came to about 45 minutes later and was like, this is still on. <laughs> 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 it's still on. Absolutely fair. But it's Rita. I don't really remember. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 so. you should do a Ronin and watch it three times in a month. That's what yes. cement, yeah. cemented in your brain. I mean, there's no getting more. it out of there now. Ronan will be watching this dozens of times by the end of the I will show this to my grandchildren. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you will as well. He's, that is not an idle trick. Copies of Diana for Christmas every year. <laughs> every, <laughs> they won't get a Blu-ray release. Nobody will waste money on a Blu-ray release. <laughs> or maybe he already has. Who knows? I should oh. check that. I should buy it on Blu-ray for Rona for Christmas. Oh my god! Note to self. I'd love that. He would. Get me the poster. The, imagine the deleted scenes. Because imagine the, what what's not fit to go in the film. Like, give me if they released the Blu-ray with like Fairness. an hour of deleted scenes, I would pay a grand for that. Looking at the film, the deleted scenes are probably the okay stuff, the good stuff. They chopped out anything that they shot. Could you imagine what the deleted scenes are? Usable. I am on to. I'm checking for this now. I'll be back. Yeah. I'm I'm no, deep know. diving into the. the I want the director's. I'm sending back my Varda box set and buying <laughs> the Blu-ray of Diana with deleted scenes. <laughs> oh lordy, is that you, Grace? That's me. Excellent. That's a that's a quite a roller coaster of two films. I have to oh, say. Oh well, I watched forty nine minutes of The Irishman, none of which I enjoyed. We'll get back to that, Grace, because you will I'll review it. You know, in when, fourteen years when I get through the rest of it. If you start now, it'll be done by the end of the next podcast. I believe in you. I just hope it gets better. It does. Grace, would I lie to you about Marty? Would I? I don't know. I wouldn't. But Jesus, I wouldn't. Saying, no, I'm not saying you're lying. But no. I'm saying you may enjoy it in, in ways that I do not. I, I, I think I think you'll enjoy it. Any of you. Oh. And the de-aging is weird. It is, but you do get used to it. Mm. You do. All right. He, like, don't listen to me. Listen to Ronan, who doesn't particularly like kind of Scorsese gangstery stuff he's, it's, well not oh, that he's like it but, you're, but you're, yeah, yeah you'd be no, a little more similar to the way you, you'd be I'll kind of try I'll, I'll, I'll keep trying excellent I look forward to the next seven minutes being discussed I hope, next week. I hope it has a good <laughs> excuse for being three and a half hours it does it absolutely does I think it does yeah there we go okay right I got a, I got a couple actually before we wrap up our week uh, I watched a absolutely batshit short animated short called Asparagus on uh, on Criterion Channel, which is Susan Pitt, who I knew practically next to nothing about, but uh, they've uh, added about seven of our short animated films, ranging in times from like four minutes to 30 minutes, I think. They're all kind of fairly manageable, so I'm going to get to them all. Uh, and Asparagus, I think, seems to be the kind of more well-known uh, from yeah. 1979. Uh, I've never seen it. I think it's only about 17 minutes, I think, or something like that. Ah, it's fantastic. Jesus, the animation is unbelievable. Like the classic traditional animation taken to a kind of surrealist mm. edge meets stop motion and this kind of camera moving stuff that's going on. That's the creativity. Really, yeah, it's it's wild. really beautiful to look at. And it's all about kind of female sexuality and dicks 
Like there, there are dicks. Every, well, not they're not so much dicks. Yeah, there's like asparagus standing up, asparagus replacing dicks, and there's mouths going down on asparagus. It's a strange, strange kind of a thing. There's so much sexuality in it, and kind of intimate body kind of experience and stuff. Really kind of, kind of stuff POV you could, kind of you stuff. Only do and in animation say, and get away at with that time it. Yeah. in animated shorts. Yeah. Still, actually, yeah, yeah. You, know, you, uh, don't, you don't really get that. It's remarkable. Like it's it's kind of like if Terry Gilliam had real talent yeah. <laughs> for animation and this is what you get uh, like I, I don't mind giving stuff it's, yeah. it's actually fun but it's the same animation over and over where this, this is, is this taking is really it and running with it yeah and I like that and there's a mad frenetic score to it and so that's this kind of hypnotic weirdness to it that's mm. really great like I was really shocked it was over you know, you know like some shorts can feel longer yeah. do you know that kind of way this felt like it was on yeah, about five minutes and it was over it's like Jesus that was a merry ground I really want to watch this again now because it's been a few years it's on YouTube if anybody wants to uh, get on it uh, and I suspect there are other ones are because this is for 79 so they, mm-hmm. they'll be knocking around a while Yeah. Uh, and this will take 20 minutes every day and <laughs> I can almost you guarantee you will have not seen anything like this yeah. which is my favourite kind of film in a lot of ways when you just go oh, okay that's something I have never <laughs> seen before in many <laughs> many ways and this. I like that yeah. uh, and I really really like that so uh, get to it I would suggest I will be watching other films I'm reporting back I'll probably watch very two good. or three by next yeah, week yeah I think it's the only one I've ever seen yeah very very good uh, my other film I watched this week and I want to talk about is uh, Tony Erdman uh, oh. the Maria Ade uh Add thank you, Ron. A film from uh, two or three years ago, which I'd missed when it came out. Um, on the Palme d'Or, didn't it? Did it win the Palme d'Or? I think it did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or was this? It was highly tipped to, and then yeah, something else I scooped it. Did a thing minute. win it? Please say it, it didn't get beaten by fucking what's that <laughs> film? The the guy that made a profit. That Deepan. It didn't get beaten by Deepan. Tell me. It didn't. Oh, you might be onto something. Deepan. Deepan, Deepan is in D H E P. Oh, it's an Indian like rather than uh, okay. I haven't seen that I but have. I've seen Rust and Bone and that's terrible Deepan is is really interesting and fascinating and good for about two thirds of its film <laughs> and then it turns into a computer game cutscene oh god really? it doesn't literally Why? but essentially yeah. it changes genre and it doesn't work Jesus. I mean it doesn't work at all it's a really really bad idea time for it, yeah. I love it uh, the Prophet's really the Prophet's good. Prophet's a masterpiece in my opinion. Uh, everything else I can kind of, you know, go with, but I think that's a sensational film. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, if it did get beaten by that, I'd be disgusted. But, uh, Tony Erdman is, so I, I kind of wanted to watch it and then I realised, like, it, okay, it's leaving movie today, I better watch it. Then I checked time, it was like two hours and 40 minutes. Like, mm-hmm. shit! Who makes two hours and 40 minute kind of tragic comedies? Yeah. So I was right. like, no, I'm going to stick it out, I'm going to watch it because, you know, and I'm really, really glad I did. And what's really interesting about it um, is that about half an hour in, I was like, I don't know about this. Because tonally, it's, it takes a bit of getting used to. Okay. Uh, it's a kind of, a, a basic story is that uh, this guy, who's probably in his 60s, is a bit of a joker. Like, you know, he'll answer the door and he'll put in fake teeth and come back in and call his brother and his brother and his So it's clearly him. Yeah. Uh, that kind of thing. Who wants to reconnect with his daughter who's living in... Bucharest, working as a kind of high-flying executive to an oil company. And she comes back to where they are, which I can't remember where they actually live in. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, and so they're like, she's like, come see me, you know, let me know when you're coming and we'll have mm. a bit of a bit of fun time. So he rocks up unannounced in Bucharest and says he's going to stay for the month. He's taking time off. Sure. And spends the month kind of wrecking her life. <laughs> By doing various stupid things and yeah. turn up, tend to be a kind of a, a guy that gives kind of motivational speakers to our clients and work colleagues and also he's at he's in the office with a wig, a painfully awful wig and stuff like that. And it gets this weird kind of comedy that it's not quite hilarious, mm-hmm. but it is very funny. It's kind of sad funny, and and also has this kind of underlying kind of uh, sadness uh, about kind of family and. The, the inability to connect mm-hmm. being yourself and then how stupid we can be to just catch attention to somebody you know how much effort goes into trying to I guess say sorry in a lot of ways and maybe not it's ill-defined as to what he has to apologise for but you sense an absenteeism yeah. when he's younger and yeah. trying to catch up and it's, it's quite by the end of it it's quite moving uh, and then like the last half hour it shifts into something very strange 
<laughs> that like, I like I don't even want to talk about it because I, I don't mm-hmm. think give it away. But it shifts into something really odd, where she has a bit of a turn and decides, all right, nah, fuck all that, I'm gonna do something myself, and does this kind of thing at a, at her birthday party. That's like holy shit, and then he turns up doing something else, and it has this odd kind of completely surreal half hour of sustained brilliance yeah. that elevates it into this kind of wonderful strange moving mix of genres and the control in the direction is really impressive because how long it is how all over the shop it is tonally mm. I was extremely impressed like wow. extremely impressed I loved it and like uh, a lot of people go to bat for it and some people are a bit kind of sniffy on it but uh, I can see where they go to bat for it I loved it I absolutely I loved it I missed it in the cinema I think it came out here about two years ago I yeah, didn't that would get be the chance to get to it um, I've been meaning to catch up ever since we'll hopefully do so before the end of the decade it's, I think it's one of those films that's quite in the mix I'd, like, I'd, yeah, like, I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing it again before it kind of put out a list or whatever but it's it's like if it's on people's list, I can mm. absolutely see why. Yeah, and a lot it's, of people do see really it. It's really great. For the record, it lost the Palme d'Or to I, Daniel Blake. Can't argue with that. Yeah. Although, it's probably a better film. Oh, Although, okay. I, Daniel, in, in ways that, if you've, you've seen the new Ken Loach, that's yes. the that yeah, third yeah, act yeah. kind of thing, yeah. that uh, Tony, I, Daniel Blake does a similar thing. Uh, so it's kind of lose a bit. Mm. Not that it's not great. It is great. So but they're mirror images. This one takes off at the Yeah, the this does act. something completely, yeah, yeah. completely bizarre. That I absolutely loved, but I can see how that not work for people as well, though maybe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's certainly its own thing. Uh, her film, a couple of previous films are being added to Criterion Channel. Uh, I think on the eleventh of December, so I'll be watching those with, with uh, real interest because yeah. she's a proper talent, proper proper talent. I'm all over it, and I'll even might even learn how to pronounce her name for the next podcast. You know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's us. Let's move on to the movie news, which there is. Quite frankly, sweet fuck all of uh, in yes, real terms. Uh, Everybody's pulling in sick for December. Yeah, there's a Lux Prize, uh, Ooh. which was won by a film called God Exists, Her Name is Petunia by Tiona Mitovetska. Very good. Uh, Petunia, eh? Petun- Petunia. Petunia. I am not shocked by this name for This is a co production of North Macedonia, Belgium, Slovenia, Croatia, and France. It's on Scanon. I have no idea because Ireland's going to mention it. But anyway, uh, it won. <laughs> Uh, a story of a young unemployed woman who wins the race for the Holy Cross during the Orthodox ceremony of Epiphany. Well done to her. Uh, apparently it's seen as a significant contribution to the feminist struggle against conservative societies and we all welcome that. Uh, but apparently it's quite a uh, prestigious um, <laughs> prize. Yeah, the Lux Prize is kind of uh, EU Parliament sponsored uh, three nominees every year and they're shown at various film festivals <clears throat> around the Union. I know Cork Film Festival has been doing it for a number of years. Yeah, where those three when we rock up are, in Dublin as well then uh, in February. They're, uh, they're made available for free to the public. Really? Uh, so Yeah, it's a really nice initiative. You get to watch all the nominees and I think the public then have a part in the selection of the winner. There's a oh, that's that goes on. Yeah. It's, a, it's a nice kind of cultural initiative. I'm, uh, I'm kind of down with that. Mm. The uh, selection can sometimes be a bit you know they skew towards mass appeal which makes sense when you're doing something yeah. that's across 28 countries but uh, you, you get some really interesting stuff that shows up in there sometimes excellent I, I like the idea of that um, I, I, and you might see something rocket up in Dublin in February hopefully it can happen we can dream uh, so uh, the IFI released its, uh, its December uh, highlights and there are some interesting things and worth mentioning for a couple mm-hmm. of reasons one because there's a couple of films I really, really, really want to see. Uh, be busy for the next couple of There's weeks. one that was on movie, weirdly, uh, which mm. I missed when it was on movie, uh, Beanpole, which has popped yes. up in a couple of lists. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah, at it London was. a little while ago, and yeah. movie had a kind of from London kind of two or three films, and this yeah, is one of them, and I missed it completely, which is really annoying. But it's opening the IFI on the 13th of December. Great. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life opens on the 13th of December. We'll, we'll talk that about that. masterpiece. One of the all-time greats. No matter what Mama Duffy says, she is wrong, Grace. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, that's all I can say. Uh, Bait oh, is reopening, which is great to see. Bait did extremely well. Yeah, I know, uh, uh, a friend I who wanted it. to see it missed it because when he showed up on the last screening on the last day, it was sold out. Yeah, so obviously the IFI brought it back yeah. for uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing it. I hope yeah, I think I think you'd like it actually. It's really good. It looks absolutely gorgeous. It's very funny, dark, weird. Um, my uh, my it? kind of type. Is it the best British film of the year for me? It might well be. I can't think of anything mm. else that stands out. I, I prefer it. Sorry, we missed you. So oh, oh. <laughs> well said, Grace. Grace, you know the monarchist in me. 
monarchy in the That's UK. Just a very strong <laughs> statement to me. It is. Yeah. It really is. It really is. I am also opening, uh, which I'm really tremendously excited about. Oh. Uh, on the twentieth is the Umbrella of Sherbrooke. Uh, oh yes. Which I cannot. Grace, if so you haven't seen this, no. you probably hate it because you don't like musicals. So much. <laughs> but I think you should Give it see a go. this one. I think we'll make a. We can do a scan on trip. I mean, what's the what's the ratio of singing? It's all singing. Okay, then. literally all every singing, second. All singing, all dancing. It's no, glorious. You're not gonna get me. I wouldn't lie to you, Grace. Yeah. I it's... might lie to you, but I'm not, at this particular time, I'm not lying to you. I do hate that kind of thing. I detest opera. I cannot watch opera in any way. It really won me over. It's not opera singing, but you know, I I hate that idea of like dialogue song. It really won me over. It the just, ending is extraordinary. It just takes a lot of energy. It know? does. I, I will say it does. I have no I was floored by. I, I, it's one of the great films like one of the I'm, I'm going to see this because I've seen it once and it, it took a while for it to win me over but knowing how it ends and the kind of the great sweep of that romance I think a second viewing especially I think it's going on field trip is essential Grace mulled wine mulled wine Grace we'll do mulled wine and yeah, I don't really like mulled wine mince pies Grace you might want to give me some acid or something beforehand to wake me up Jesus Christ I cannot condone the acid can't you Oh, I can't stop. No. No, I'm not sure I'll ever have energy again. You will, Grace. One day, one day, we'll believe in you. Also, speaking of energy, Grace, you ready? Well, On December, Friday, December twenty seventh, Little Women opens. I'm Woo! I that. can't wait. I cannot. I this is gonna be great. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. And I'm very glad that I'm spending no time on Twitter these days, so I don't have to listen to any discourse. Oh, well, send you all I'm the sure discourse, Grace. Don't you worry about that. You will not miss out. I will forward you. I will forward you the discourse in all its glory. And one more I'll mention before, uh, only because people have been talking about it for ages because we're in the States. Oh. Long Day's Journey in Tonight, which is, I think it's a Chinese film done in 3D. Yeah, it's um, like a one take, or there's one, a big yeah, one take one, kind of thing. What appears to be one. We, we, yeah, well, well, yes, it makes um, that clear. A friend saw this and hated it. Oh, really? Like, uh, really, really well, that opens on the 27th like in the IFI in yeah. 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard great still things from the states do you do it yeah. now and again the IFI does 3D yeah I still have can the, do the projector for it do you have the projectors um, uh, I've heard interesting things about it I think it's I'm, quite long I might go along to this I, I won't be because I'll be in Australia but I would if I was here they've also got opening I believe tomorrow that is the 6th uh, So Long My Son the Chinese we, we film will that get to that over in, oh, we've oh because releases. it's sorry Jesus but Christ. we're doing the IFI yeah but it I skipped Look, Jay. <laughs> There's a reason why I'm running this podcast, Ronan. I've I've got the information in front He's of got me. Standard. I've got He's paper. Got paper. He's got the keys to the printer. He does. 1.6 million to cost that printer. I'll have you know. No, I didn't. God, shame on the government. Anyway, uh, but that's that's the IFI for uh, for December. Sounds for the good. Month. For the month, indeed. For the month. Uh, are we ready for some top ten love? <laughs> You'll be happy, Grace. I thought you turned to Grace. Are ready for top ten love? Love. Yeah, that's actually great. A little <laughs> comment. Love. love. Uh, love, question mark. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag. The face. At 10, and the last time we'll ever talk about this, I suspect, I is Joker. Nine weeks, 6.3 million. It's not only been nine weeks. It feels like two feels decades. Like nine years. years. <laughs> yes. uh, I have nothing to say about it because I haven't seen it. I, None of us have. I may see it at home at some point. I'm not. I might get drunk and uh, hate tweet it. Heckle it. Uh, I could do that. That does sound like me. I'm going uh, to does. continue ignoring it. Because I like this approach. Todd Phillips is a twat. And a hack. Agreed. Uh, All of these things. From the director of, what's it, The Hangover 3? Fuck off. I wish women could fail off in the same way. Indeed, mm-hmm. indeed, Grace, don't we all? Uh, at nine, Abominable, which is eight weeks, another one of those animation this ones. It's just the same list. It's made over a million quid, it is the same list. I don't know uh, why we bother doing the top ten every week. It's always the same that stuff. is not the attitude, Grace. Come on, be positive. There's new things. What we should do is look at it and be like, is there anything new and or notable in there? And mm-hmm. if there is, then we could talk about that and just ignore everything else. No. The numbers are the numbers, Grace. Oh, fuck numbers. Jeez. You can edit that crowd. out, Kyle. I'm sorry. <laughs> at eight, Blue Story, uh, which is... sad. Done okay. Yeah, it's made 76,000. This is the one that was controversial oh, in the, the UK. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah and added cinemas. Stabbed, or apparently. Or yeah, yeah, there was a fight in the cinema, so... Like to do with all Don't historical the uh, uh, kind of minority films Naturally. in inverted commas, uh, the Apollos film. Cause it's it's a problem picture. It's made two and a half million in the UK, which is good. That's good. Uh, and the publicity probably didn't hurt it. Nope, not certainly to be not. cynical about it. And the, no, these no, things are okay. Like to, whatever it. makes films yeah. make money, particularly kind of low budget stuff, mm-hmm. uh, is okay in my mind. Well, not if it involves people being stabbed. Yeah, no. 
No, I mean, I'm not suggesting people should be stabbed for films. <laughs> Just to be clear, I want to make this clear. <laughs> to rack up the numbers for, for the, the Irishman, record, Jay I'm not saying running around stabbing people. <laughs> I would do that. No, no, I wouldn't do that. For Marty. For Marty. I'd do anything for Marty. God bless. Uh, at seven, I have no idea what this is. Procedure. Procedure. This Procedure? sounds like a Polish film or something. One of those kind of films. Uh, one week, 26 locations, 23 grand. I suspect it's some call. it's some of those Cine World exclusive uh-huh. uh, kind of for audiences of from the sure. countries which you do. Who's I, onto that movie? I, I didn't actually see it here when I was looking at it. I would have looked it up earlier. I mm. did not. To my Procedure. bad. Uh, is that yeah. like one who proceeds or one who is in favor of cedars? Proceeder. It could be. The spirit of Darren is alive and well. There the could podcast. be a film he in there. He was not making a pun. He was actually just asking like yeah. a semantics question. Could be. To be fair. Or is it indeed Proceeder, one who precedes? I'll stop now. At six. <laughs> and moving swiftly on. It's 21 Bridges, which looks like the usual 90s trailer you've seen. Oh, made 155,000. The visionary producers of Endgame. the visionary directors of Endgame. Yes, that's yes. the one. Amazing. Uh, interesting story I read during the week that uh, Chadwick Boseman, who's the main guy in this, was about to, to do with a scene where he was going to call it 17 Bridges and somebody said, we perhaps should check the amount of bridges. Fact, check the amount of bridges. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is kind of amazing. There's there actually 21. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. They Good research gonna, screenwriters. They were going to take a rough uh, guess. Yeah, they were. They basically did. And then somebody... Just, I, applaud them, like I applaud them for correcting their... I do. I yeah. applaud them for letting it out of the bag, yeah. like I'd say. Well, but yeah, it does date the film, though, if they build a new bridge. Uh-huh. That's true. Remember those Halcyon 21 bridge days? Yeah. <laughs> no, there's 27. What a world. Could just make sequels. Infrastructure! <laughs> the movie. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that, Grace. Alright, at five, your dad's favourite film of the year, Le Mans 66, aka Ford vs. Ferrari, whichever country you're in. It's Matt Damon and uh, Christian Bale shouting at each other, doing whatever they do, I have no idea. Wearing helmets. I'm not watching. Doing what with helmets? Wearing helmets. Oh, right, sorry. Uh, Yes, this has made, uh, no, 400,000. A lot of buzz about this because no. it kind of looks like the type of thing that's just going to sink. I'm not. It's done okay. People like it because also, people like. They might pick up three tickets. These are the kind of films you don't make anymore, Grace. They don't make films anymore. The whole top ten is full of films you don't make anymore. But you don't make them anymore. Yeah, literally every film. I saw like. I literally a picture of Christian Bale in this making his Christian Bale face. Yeah, like, he does have a Christian Bale face. And, and the, but he probably lost weight for it. And Matt Damon staring at things. No, I'm not <laughs> watching it. We should have. Yeah. I've always said it. Should have bombed him. Steady, Grace. Jesus, we're Jeez. violent tonight. Oh, you are. I'm, I'm <laughs> stepping away from that. Moving on. At four, Charlie's Angels, which has which... made 38,000, which is... Probably not going to last more than a week or two. It's so. another very brand grace statement. Uh, we were going to go and see this on Tuesday, and we were too tired. Aww. I thought I was going to say it was sold out. That would have been amazing. No. But, it would uh, fill no. you with energy. But interesting, um, after conversations around last week of the kind of venomous uh, reviews for it, mm. a few people I follow on Twitter have seen it and quite liked it. Okay. Like in the sense That's that good. you know it's not brilliant, but it's actually very passable in the way a lot of films are these days. So why the yeah? Like you're why the yeah, I wonder yeah. what it could be. Yes, exactly. Of course, it's, no, better. it's better than practically every Todd Phillips movie. Also, I like Elizabeth Banks, so I'm happy with that. Sure, uh, sure. I probably won't see it in the cinema, but I will catch it at some point. Because oh, who doesn't love Kristen Stewart? Yep. Uh, at three, and I'm curious if Ronan sees this yet, last Christmas, there was talk, Ronan. There was talk because Grace really, really won me over. With this made almost a million quid. Of course it's a it very is. enjoyable piece of disposable rubbish. It's your, your brand it in the best way. I gotta say, you did say, yeah. and you were you were very excited last week. I was kind of in shock. You were at the thought of it. Yeah, she's great. Although doing a Yugoslavian accent of no yeah. real. She's description. not doing a Yugoslavian. Oh, ah, no. Have you not seen the trailer? No. Oh, well, leaned... I've either blocked that out or I haven't. She leans in. Why? Oh, Why just have an English accent? Why indeed? Because she's an immigrant, Jay. And they have like an anti-Brexit message in there. All oh, right. Okay. So. Okay. Well, it is for like this. parts of it are genuinely very funny. Though. Well, okay. And I think Amelia Clark is very good, and Henry Golding is very handsome. Yes. And there's some George Michael songs. So what more do you want? Yeah. I actually like Last Christmas song. It's a great song. Somebody pointed out to me today, and I don't know if it's true that uh, it was supposed to be called Last Summer, and they decided that do it as Last Christmas because you know people will pay for it every year. And you're right, made a fortune. No. Just trying to retrofit the lyrics and figure yeah, out. Yeah, I don't think there's anything Christmas in there. Isn't necessarily, no, isn't there? Except that the Good man, George. Yeah. And, and the lovely video. Much missed. The video's great. Love the video. 
Pepsi his hair Jordan. in it is exceptional. He's got yeah. the exact same hair in that video as my mother did throughout the eighties. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I want I want photographs Volume side by side. I wanted please. to do a side by side comparison side, for ages, but I can't find any evidence. I think she's burned it One day, all. yeah, she you probably would though. The eighties yeah. were a weird decade. Yeah. My mom had a perm. My dad had a perm. Wonderful. <laughs> I can get those photographs. There you go. He's just amazing looking. Anyway, let's move on from the Kevin Keegan inspired perm talk. Uh, at two, Knives Out. Grace's favorite director. Hashtag Rian Johnson. My my boyfriend went to see this and oh. he liked it. Okay. And he Did is, not is it over? No, he went with his mum. He went with his mum. And yeah, oh, what a nice boy. Also, the type of Star Wars fan who kind of goes when he hears Ryan Johnson's name. So clearly, he's a nicer okay. person than me. I, I think most people are a nicer person than you, Grace. Why would I give any money to this Wow. I'm sorry. I, my only issue with this, the reviews are pretty stellar, mm. is I'm not big on broad ensemble who don't as a concept. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's a lot of mugging, a lot of well, a place shifting. I've heard it's good and it, I'm almost tempted to take a shot at it because I do yeah, quite like Brick. Tell you, sure. I didn't mind The Last Jedi as much as you did, clearly, Grace. Indeed. Because I don't care about Star Wars in any real way. Yeah. So I just watch it as a thing. That's why it doesn't affect you in the Exactly. Way. I, don't, I don't care. Like, I have no real connection to any of them. So I'll die for Return of the Jedi. But aside from that, the rest is all about dogs. that, too. No, it's amazing. Not. It's the best, best Star Wars film by miles. It's not amazing. It's, it's, not, not the, it's best it's Star not Wars best, by miles. That doesn't mean it's amazing. <laughs> it's a, Well, okay. It doesn't. That's true. But it's, it, there's nothing even comes closer, in my opinion. Anyway, that's interesting. I like Return of the Jedi. It's great. Until The Force Awakens came out, it was my favorite. I do quite like The Force Awakens. I have the two favorites I have, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest can get in the bin. I can't um, wait for my take on the Rise of Skywalker in two weeks. Sue, oh, I can't, Grace. Is I can imagine weeks? there. Oh, yeah, I'm so I want to get some Rage of Hall in for that. Well, James uh, is back, so it might be good. Yeah. yeah. A big emphasis on might. Yeah, you're. He has the, a lot of mess to clean up. He does. We'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I what, do I want to see it. No, probably not. No. And also, it's I'm not giving Disney any money, so yeah. fuck them. Uh, I might pirate it eventually and then if anybody would like a copy contact Jay directly <laughs> yeah I will actually literally send out a copy a pirated copy of any Disney film you want I'll, I'm not giving out my email address sealed I'm, with a kiss but I literally will give out if you want to DM me on Twitter I will literally send you a copy of any Disney film you want uh, Disney's Disney. lawyers ask yeah. Jay for a copy <laughs> Disney lawyers can get a copy as well and they can go fuck themselves right <laughs> at one speaking of Disney and go fuck themselves Frozen 2 uh, which has made two point. See, this is the thing, right? It's made two point six million. Yes. Like, stop making money on everything, Jay. Let it go. Oh, oh, hey, Jesus, Darren. I mean, the only reason I'm here. It is. He's here all week. Try to veal. Tip your waitress and so on. Uh, <laughs> I. I regret to inform you. I'm probably gonna go see this too. An awful lot of people. I quite liked First Frozen. Uh, I'd say I did enjoy it. One of my friends wants to see it, and I said I'd go with her. Uh, I'm probably not going to see it. In fact, well, I might see it again. I might pirate it eventually and watch it. I will pirate it anyway, even if I don't watch it. I'll pirate it just in general (laughs) principle. Uh, And I'll just leave it there. My niece will probably watch it. Just in case anybody requests a copy of it. If anyone wants a copy of Frozen 2, hit me up on Twitter at jkyle. I will send you a copy. It has to come out though, so let me know. It'll have to be a while. Give it a month to do. Oh my god. It's a campaign. I still haven't seen Frozen 1. Back in it's good. It. Uh, I'll, I'll forward you a copy of it, Ross. <laughs> if you want a copy of Frozen, I've... it'll be in your inbox by midnight, my friend. Actually, we're at quiz time. It will not be in your inbox by midnight. But not very at all. Shortly thereafter. Shortly thereafter, in the next few days. Right 24 to 48 hours. Twisted at the torrents. <laughs> you know it, girlfriend. <laughs> I got you covered. Don't worry. Don't you worry, Ronan. I, you will be knee deep in Frozen. Strike all of this out. That's like Ronan cooking drunk and Jay like downloading drunk and me asleep <laughs> that's so accurate it's terrifying that's, that's gone on HQ literally just yeah. come to me and I'm like that Kim Kardashian meme where she's just like yeah. completely passed poor Grace she needs her 12 hours a night like, I'm so tired all the time she I don't is. know what it is lethargy levels are fine, it's a right? millennial lethargy it is it's uh, burnout it is burnout uh-huh. you anyway. bastards anyway are we ready for some new releases what do you got some interesting ones yes we'll start with that actually we'll start because I haven't written down because I forgot because it's not in the cinema so I didn't think of it Uh, alright The Royal Prince A Christmas Baby you said it back to Did the I? A, Chris, a royal prince, a Christmas, the fucking Christmas baby. A uh, Christmas prince, a, the royal baby. Jesus, it's the same thing. Indefinite anyway, royal prince. We should yeah. point out, right, that yes. last weekend, other it's than, aside from what we did, 
and Grace made us some fabulous food. Oh, it's terrific. And we watched uh, and the... And Ronan brought strudel. He did bring strudel, a fine and strudel. And Ronan and Jay collectively brought four bottles of wine. We and did. we drank them all. Three uh, of which we drank. Yes, we did. Did we leave some? For God's sake. We were running for the bus. Back that never came. gorgeous. Um, but uh, it was, that was the nice one of them all. Uh, but it was also hap- the fourth one of them Yes, all. it was, yeah. But what happened was, we watched Christmas Prince, Christmas Prince 2. We had great fun watching both of them. And Diana. So they're their first. And then ro- the Queen almost died. It would have been yeah, such a right. great day. Oh it was what almost a, a perfect Sunday. Uh, but she didn't die, so there, fuck yeah. it. Yeah. But... <laughs> I myself and Grace have seen it. Grace has seen Christmas Prince mm-hmm. one or two hundred times. <laughs> I, this is my second time watching them. They are not particularly good, but they are really, really good fun. They're not particularly good because they're brilliant. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're uh, perfect. But the problem, the problems they have is that they're cheap and yeah. very cheesy. But it also adds so much to the fact. They have um, no budget whatsoever. Yeah, but there yeah. is fun to be had within yeah. that, and it's an very well aware of that kind of thing as well, which I if like. If you have any interest whatsoever in shouting at the television when menswear doesn't match, these are the films for you. Ronan got very, uh, he got he very into the menswear stuff. I have to, he did, I did more than I a did. few. The Queen is the best dressed person. We all agree. On she, that. Oh my god, she's fabulous. She's fabulous. Uh, oh, she wears then a high pile like mother, I guess, at the end. Yes, Simon is a bastard. I of think we, uh, we all agreed on that. And Emily should just stop. We don't believe the redemption, though. And Emily should stop. <laughs> I wanted to kick Emily down. Just stop. Stairs. You want to kick a disabled child? Yes, I do. I stairs. want... She's annoying. Not Annie. I not uh, not Emily. Emily. Emily, I think you meant... Uh... I think Emily starts out <laughs> annoying, but I have more time for... I actually... I did, but Rona kind of ruined because he, he got a bit annoyed by her as well, so he kind of egged me on a little bit. <laughs> I did. Like, I go... We're conspiring to kill her on the couch. I did was... go Jay into murdering a child. It did. In fairness, she has monarchy, so it's not even killing a person in real time. There is no better way you can spend your Christmas than getting together with family or friends, getting a little bit drunk and watching these films. Yeah. I have to say, it's the, the second most one particular fun I've had I really love so because it has socialism. Exactly. It has, uh, yeah. as Grace pointed out on many occasions, canonical mention of that although yeah. he's in the EU, yeah, yeah. but yeah. there is Euro sign on the thing. So yeah. these and things are important. There's a huge a new Rudy of uh, constitutional interest in there. Which Rowan really was fascinated What is what, their constitution? What is the, the separation? Manual of powers will depend on the season. He can unilaterally change the constitution. Everyone yes. remember that. He can pass laws just by putting them in an acorn. <laughs> That's how this world. Let's works. not forget the acorn. And the omnipresent yeah. prime minister, who obviously has no powers but no. really enjoys. But kind of wanders into scenes. Uh, like a and has lovely hair. I he does have lovely hair. Uh, I hope he's back for the third one. But they somehow didn't notice that he was the one siphoning off all of the money, even though he lives in Monaco. As the English pub. In, uh, in the second one is a very Lord, 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 oh, it's not Lord Longford but it's, it's not, not Lord Duxbury because the Lord Duxbury is a safe word Lord for Duxbury. Simon <laughs> <laughs> which we find out oh, oh it's Lord also they didn't bring they didn't bring back uh, so, uh, Sophia in the second one no, who was she... probably my favourite character she was proper really? evil no. yeah Sophia's awful no. she, she was awful but she was and I hate her I, Jesus I liked her Grace is going to kick her me and Sophia could have gone on well we'd have took down the monarchy that's I I did all the time um but uh, yeah, they're great. So today, as, as as we record, which is the 5th of December, uh, the new one is being released on Netflix. A it's tidy 85 three. minutes. Yeah. Excellent. Will, uh, what's her face? Amber, be more convincing giving birth than she is as a journalist? <laughs> You'll have to tune in to find out. No, no, I, no, it's, no, but even her breathing, I suspect, might be tricky. Fact, She'll write down blog. breathing. She'll write down breathing in her notebook. Oh, her notebook. Fishy. Fishy. She wrote down Fishy. <laughs> There is yeah. a royal mystery, I understand. What? Lord Leopold. Lord, Lord Leopold. Leopold. The, the swine, the blackguard. He, uh, he, he should be executed. He should be. He, he probably was. Although he, I suspect has medieval like kind of. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. But uh, yeah, the third one's here. We 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 will have all watched it. I'm certain oh, yeah. by next week. I'm very likely. Grace will have watched at least five times. Poor Grace's boyfriend. Netflix will tweet about how many times Grace has watched it. Yeah. yeah. She's a I champion. Let me picture her with a digital Emily beside her. I'll go back to the Christmas I Prince. I could watch Christmas Prince three times in you that could. length of time. You could. It's, it's 85 minutes, just barely over a Varda long. Is it as good a quality as a Varda? Time will tell. Time will tell. Only time will tell. So, yeah, get to that. Now, let's get to the actual release in the cinema. Cinematic releases, please, Jake. Yes. Onward. Starting off with The Cave, which is a follow-up by Syrian filmmaker Faraz Fayyad of Last Man in Aleppo which was made in this 2017 like there's a lot of these coming out and 
It's yeah. probably right as well because he made uh, the White Helmets documentary about the, the kind of the organization that tries to help people in kind of uh, in more torn areas and who were then kind of kicked out, kicked around by the right wing press as in like, you know, there are false flag people that the same person here was in a different country. How could he be possibly this kind of shit that the right wing media tend to do? Yeah. Oh, don't bother looking up. Yeah. It's grim. But anyway, this is the follow up film and it's about a. Uh, a hospital uh basically it's a kind of it there's a part of a suburb of damascus and it's been under siege for five years and there, there's a subterranean hospital known as the cave and mm-hmm. this is a kind of documentary around it uh which i if you've seen for sam which yeah, like have, uh, there, it, i suspect you'll have an idea of what, yeah, what you're in this for. kind of thing yeah. is grim and absolutely necessary but jesus you'd yeah. really want to kind of be ready Dog Wolf release now, and they, they generally have good documentaries. I think absolutely at this point where the Syrian war has been going on for so long that we're very kind of protected from it. They're, we're very much inured to what's going on over yeah. there. So Particularly the fact that's that, sealed away in news yeah, terms yeah, yeah. for the most part as well. Yeah, well, it's just a kind of overall report about, oh, Russia is now doing this. And yeah. That. It's all about kind of the overarching but the political thing is dreadful. So, so these documentaries are absolutely important. Is, is crucial. Yeah. Uh, and so I might yeah. go see the f- if I can gather myself together. For yeah, exactly. It's great. It, it really took it out of me. me. I don't think I could see it again. Yeah. I, was a, I was a wreck after it. It sounds wreck. like a very rough watch. It's very good, it but it's, it's, like a, a, it's very a lot, rough. Grace. It's a hell of a lot. Um, but yeah, no, it sounds good. And I, if I can watch it, I will get to it at some point, yeah. I'm sure. Um, another release actually is Ordinary Love, which is Lisa Barris to say and yeah. Glenn Leyburn's film. I'm really looking forward to this. Me too. Uh, written by Owen McCaff- McCafferty and starring Liam Neeson and Leslie Manville. And I did. The same director has made uh, one of my favorite films, which is um, I've just forgotten it. Good uh, vibrations. Yes, good vibrations. Which I ad- very, very absolutely good. adore. Uh, it's a it's very a fine film. Great film. I really love it. Um, and this is a kind of story about a couple that have a that kind of deal with a cancer diagnosis, yeah. and they're kind of bickering. And so it looks really good. Uh, Manville and Leeson looks like a Manville terrific kind actress. of showcase for both actors. Yeah. I cried during the trailer. But I cry during everything, so don't take that as any sign. I, I don't take that. I can't wait to go see the film and probably yeah. cry for ninety minutes. Yeah, it's a, a tidy ninety-two minutes. I'll cry for ninety-two minutes. Then. You will. <laughs> Why is he crying at the, the credits? <laughs> you <laughs> and <laughs> Liam Neeson. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't have the end. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, uh, can't wait. I suspect it'll do okay. Uh, does it, mm. uh, that kind of older money crowd as well? Like they, yeah. I suspect we'll keep this the floating around. The silver dollar, yeah, yeah, they'll they'll keep this going, and I really want to see. It. Um, also opening the IFI is uh, So Long My Son as Ronan briefly alluded to earlier so by ruining my, my bit but, I, but that's fine 185 minutes yes hashtag 185 minutes multi-generational a story a multi-generational Indeed. story about two married couples uh, adjusting to the vast social and economic changes take place in China uh, from the 80s onwards to present day and it's uh, mostly about like the one child policy and stuff like that mm. that's interesting yeah, it sounds I really great want to see uh, this. this is also the movie Go film so oh fabulous yeah so oh, myself and Ronan will, will be at this next week at oh, some right. point if we find fucking three find hours time that works uh, yeah so this and looks you can re- find it for Marty uh, yeah well you know Marty is a special place in my heart Grace <laughs> A hearty uh, Marty, if oh, you will. That's, uh, great. that's good to hear. Yeah, so we 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 we'll, we'll likely catch this. Movie Go is fabulous. If yeah, you it is. Yeah. Go, it really go, is. Go. You get a cinema ticket for a lot of films, and you go for free as part of your subscription. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I do recommend it. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll likely be at that next week. They so currently have a, a new film from young upstart Stanley Kubrick. Who, Who is this the guy? Yeah, but fortunately, if I don't have it, so we cannot see it for free. Ridiculous. Right. Um. Also opening this week is Honey Boy. Which uh, I don't know if I want to see this because <laughs> for a couple of things, Labuff Shia. Oh, okay. it's written by Shia about his own childhood and he plays no. his own father. and no. uh, directed by Alma Harrell. Uh, also starting, I presume it's an A twenty four release because Lucas Hedges is in it. <laughs> Lucas Hedges one day will blink twice if it's gonna be uh, if it's gonna be allowed to another studio. They bought Lucas Hedges from his family. I've said this before. Are we sure we they didn't build him in a lab? He could have. So he's licensed. I to think him at very least he was kidnapped and paid off a ransom for Lucas. They own him. Lock, lock, lock. You'll note in uh, in no film yeah. he's ever been in. Can you see his left ankle? Because that's where the chain is. Attached. I believe that. Uh, I've heard good things about this too. The, the reviews yeah. have been very strong. Um, I'm not the biggest Lipa fan, to be honest. No. I don't mind them, I but mean, I good in American Honey. Great in American Honey. But I always think there's there's so many Me Too stories about him. Don't you ever yeah. get that vibe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope there's not, but I, I mm-hmm. you feel that there is. I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't necessarily get that vibe, but he's definitely a strange one. 
Yeah, he is. And I he did the, to some extent have the troubled child star path. That he yeah, he did. No, and he, this the film is about this age. in a lot yeah, of way. Yeah, yeah. And from what I gather, it's 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 very good. Okay. Um, and child from LA. Indeed, yeah. I don't. I, I, I will. I get to this probably not. I've heard good things. So, so yeah, maybe. I might. Um, also, it's kind of a jammed week, isn't it? It is. There's a few more as well. Uh, also, this week, the last right, which is an Irish film, uh, Aoife Crean's film, starring Michael Huseman, who's a uh, you know from Treme and Game of Thrones and stuff. You'll know his face. And, I don't know any um, of those things. Yes, and Hill House and Neve Algar and Elmer Bind. This is the story of two brothers. This sounds like a, one of those quicker films that I'm terrified of. Is two brothers. Right in, like, a I pre- yeah, I presume so. Okay. Two brothers travel the length of the island of Ireland with a coffin on the roof. By the time they reach oh, their destination, their lives have changed sure forever. So their lives change in the course of six hours? <laughs> <laughs> hey, very good piece. Okay. With traffic grace, could at least be 13 hours. It can happen. Uh, but yeah. This was before the motorway. Coast, yes. I, mean, I hope you said in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I the reviews, I think, are solid enough on this. Uh, okay. It's been kind of flown around for previews the last couple of weeks. Um, mm. And it's kind of snuck into cinemas a little bit. I haven't seen much about it beyond knowing I did that. see a trailer on TV, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know much about it. I don't know what the reviews are. Uh, as as such, but I imagine solid enough. enough. Yeah, it probably is. I like Michael Huseman. Huseman. Easy we've on done, the eye. Uh, we've is, done a handful of good Huseman? road movies in Ireland. Like I went yeah. down. Yes. Is a particular oh, example. I'm, I'm generally on board for Irish movies that are a bit different. And also directed by uh, a woman as well, which doesn't oh. hurt because there's not Niall too many of them. Niall gets mad at me when I try to point out that Irish movies can be same. Oh, they can. Absolutely. Oh yeah, they can. Uh, but they can also be really good. Yeah. Uh, so in the way. Yeah, well, that that sounds intriguing. Yeah. So you're you're assigned to it then, Grace. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> it's agreed. You talked about it. I'll take time out of my busy Christmas print schedule. Exactly. <laughs> um, also this week uh, in a packed schedule is uh, Motherless Brooklyn, uh, which is the Edward is Norton directed. Uh, yeah, it is, it? It's a the novel by Jonathan Lethem, I think. It's based uh, on Bird. Oh, that doesn't bird well. Directed by Edward Norton, starring directed Deep Breath. Starring Edward Norton, Bruce Willis, Bobby Cannavale, Michael Kenna Williams, Leslie Mann, Dallas Roberts, Robert Ray Wisdom, who the fuck was that? Fisher Stevens with Alec Baldwin and William Defoe. Brilliant, one woman. So it's a private. No, there's not. There's a Goo 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 Boo. Oh, Goo Goo Bath Bronze Bronze Bath Color. Yes, indeed. Uh, so this is a story of a private detective with Tourette's syndrome, which is always terrible. Oh, no. I know. No, 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 no. There's an article about Norton and his leaning on visual tics uh, written a little while back. It's very interesting. Directed by Ed Norton, starring Ed Norton. No. Uh, And it's about the murder of his friend, Bruce Willis. So you can see Bruce Willis being murdered. That's interesting. (laughs) It's worth the price of entry. So, yeah. Yes. 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 I won't, but but, uh, yeah. So this is a kind of a film noir. I think it was a 60s set one, but they've updated it relatively I'd be modern. wary of this. Oh, yeah, it's 144 minutes. Long, Not so, yeah. a chance. Uh, I didn't think so. Uh, Not happening. I will mention one other thing then before we finish. Do. Because it's 35th anniversary and it's on in the oh. cinemas. Gremlins 35th anniversary. Oh, a 4K restoration. Uh, Gremlins is fucking fantastic. I haven't seen Gremlins in about 15 years. Yeah. So I'm going to go to this. You're very good. I like Gremlins a lot. It's great. Gremlins 2 is better. But it's this is great. Adorable. Greatest sequel ever made. The best, possibly, great, possibly the best sequel ever made. Uh, Gremlins 2. It is Wait, is it in the first absolutely. one or the sequel where the old lady on the stair lift goes out the window? The first one. Oh, yeah. The second one, it, it basically... And it has that story about her dad dying in the chair. Yes, yes, amazing. which is grim. Amazing. But the thing about the second one is, uh, and I've said it before, is that Joe Dante refused for years to do it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he parked a truckload of money up to his house. Will you do it? Said, yes, <laughs> if you give me complete directorial control of the final cut. And Thank he said yes. He did. And he just went to fucking is town. It, and it's amazing. The one where one of the gremlins kind of morphs into a spider and somebody gets caught in like a giant web. Yeah, that sounds right, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's all sorts of madness happening. That in the part one. specifically, when I was little, used to scare the shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's bonkers. It's The second one oh, is an anarchic, crazy nightmare. But the first one's great as well. Uh, I'm worth going so I only watched both of them recently because I went on a bit of a Joe Dante buzz and watched about four yeah. or five of the films because they're all great. Small Soldiers, Inner Space, fantastic. Small Soldiers is it's amazing. so good. Uh, he's a fine, fine director and yeah. somebody should just give him 20 million to make something else. For God's sake, people. Yeah. For God's make sake. Soldiers too, right. Four, make, give me, make, let me make more Gremlins. Netflix have more million cents. Give him 100 yeah. million to make another Gremlins. Who gives a shit about it's good? Now let them fuck Small around. Soldier like. is yet another entry in the, the Kirsten Dunst. I've been, I've been rapidly flying to. I love when Kirsten Dunst pops up. I'm like Kirsten Dunst. She's the best. She's you know how lucky best. I feel to have grown up watching all those movies. I know, and you should be because they're great. Shaped beautifully. 
And with Grace's life being shaped beautifully, we'll end right there. Fabulous. What a positive note. Well, we were I know, right? Uh, just under an hour. What a what a prose. You lucky prose. people. Well done, everyone. We're just under half an hour once they cut off all the violent stuff. Well, that's true. <laughs> but 17 minutes. <laughs> Excellent. Good work, everyone. Thank you. And we. No, we are mean. You're being honest. Anyway, till next week, you crazy kids. Bye. Bye. Bye.